Welcome to the Moments of Joy podcast. My name is Camille Joy and I'm the host of this show. This podcast is dedicated to a very special group of parents, parents raising children with disabilities. There are an estimated 240 million children across the globe living with disabilities. And here on this podcast, it is my goal to create community for the parents raising them. Community locking arms from all over the globe. I pray that as you listen to each episode that has been handcrafted for you, you leave encouraged, you leave strengthened, you leave educated, and you even leave with some resources. So come on into the room, take off your shoes, relax, come on and take a seat on the couch and let Let's experience moments of joy. Welcome back to another episode of the Moments of Joy podcast. So MVPs, today we have a special treat. I know I say that every time we have a guest on the podcast, but (laughs) today... We have a special, special treat. We have Shay on the show today, and she is Stacy's mom. So if you're like, who is Shay and who is Stacy? Let me break it down for you. So about a year ago, maybe like right after the pandemic, uh, my sister started sending me videos of a young man on TikTok that had autism, and really because she said, he looks like Mason. Oh, my God, look at how he's eating his rice like Mason. So that's how she why she first started sharing um, Stacy with us. And so we found ourselves laughing as you laughed and, you know, just following along as you guys open gifts sometimes for the holidays that people sent y'all. And, you know, we literally still to this day, we send each other funny videos on TikTok, but then we follow all the bigger kids. I don't follow any little kids on TikTok. We follow Stacy, Lilac, yeah. Tyler, like we're all in. So, <laughs> um, it's just an honor to be talking to you today, Shay. So welcome to the show. Hi, thank you. Oh my gosh, I feel special, that introduction. Yeah, no, you should. Um, I said thank you to you earlier, but I want to say thank you again um, in front of the listeners because for you, it might just be, you know, normal, I'm just sharing my son, but for us, you know, you bring us hope, like, all right, everything's going to be Okay. No matter which way this thing goes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It is my pleasure. And I know, you know, y'all tell me all the time how much Stacy helps. And I realize that we have an advantage because Stacy's so much older. Um, it's a lot of new um, autism moms out here. And I just want to keep, you know, helping out any way that I can. Yeah. So I want you to take us back to that, to that moment um, when Stacy got his diagnosis and Stacy is your son. Yes. So, um, Stacy's 18 now. Um, he got diagnosed at the age of three. And at that time, um, I was sharing, um, custody with my mom, his grandmother. And, um, <clears throat> you know, we just both noticed that he was like kind of regressing cause he's always been pretty smart. He's always been, you know, right on the money when it came to development at, up until that point. Um, he stopped, uh, talking, he stopped, um, feeding himself a lot of things that a three-year-old, uh, should do. And the number one thing for us was he stopped looking at us and we both knew, you know, he's so social as you can Mm -hmm. see him today. Um, 
and he was at that age. And then, you know, he just stopped giving eye contact. Uh, we thought he was ignoring us. Um, so yeah. Um, my mom decided that we should take him to a doctor and we did. Wow. Was it your pediatrician? Um, it was a, a family, uh, pediatrician that everybody just went to. So we went there and they, um, recommended that we go to a specialist, uh, I think it was developmental peds and, um, we went there and then, yeah, they did all the tests and then they told us, let us know that he had, um, first a developmental delay and then secondly, autism. And at that moment, because I mean, this is nearly 20 years ago. So yeah, but I remember like it was yesterday, like I felt, um, completely like down, like, I had let, you know, him down somehow. I don't know. You know, so you can't really control these things. But at that time in my mind, I was like, what did I do? You know? And yeah, yeah, I felt hopeless. I uh, didn't really catch up on it um, until like maybe a little later up where I started doing research and, you know, reading articles and things of that nature. But then, no, I was just in my feelings about it. I'm telling you. And so, and you were in the armed services? All that time too? Uh, no, not yet. I didn't join until 2008. So Stacy had to be four mm-hmm. when okay. I joined. Yeah. Wow. So that was after. <clears throat> that was one of the main reasons why I wow. did join. Um, because I was told that, um, you know, Navy so family oriented and everything and that they had all these programs, which mm. they do. Um, you know, for people that are special needs. And that's really one of the main reasons why. Wow, that's amazing. And you, so you were never deployed mm-hmm. or anything like that? Oh, no, I deployed wow. plenty. <laughs> I deployed yeah. uh, quite a bit, actually. Um, so I did four deployments. Um, and they just, you know, went back and forth from myself, um, my home to my mom's right. home. Um, she also had a pretty, uh, you know, enough space right. for them. And it was just like, they just thought it was their second right. home. Wow. I mean, I think uh, so many of us could relate to that feeling of like, is this my fault? What could I have done? Mm-hmm. And sometimes mm-hmm. people don't have supportive family members like you have. And then sometimes right. family members make them actually feel like it was your fault, you know, or like oh, yeah. either that or like, oh, don't believe them doctors. You know, you know how our people we know how them older mamas do <laughs> yeah yeah so did you did you um have any of that like in your extended family um well yeah you know I was raised in the church so I did bring the kids up in the church as well and like like you said some of them older mothers they Ain't nothing wrong yeah. with that boy. Exactly like you yeah. said. That's actually the reason why Stacy does that um, shushing wow. thing all the time. He learned it from them, <laughs> from at church, because <laughs> he was being loud, as you know they do. He was being loud, um, and you know every five minutes somebody. Yeah. Was, <laughs> but That's yeah, so he's doing it now. I'm like, <laughs> we we go to church, and I'm so passionate about like making a change in the in the culture in general Mm -hmm. um just for a few reasons but it that you know i i don't need shush mason to a certain extent because then the shushing gun right into him crying you know 
Yeah, the right? Shishin didn't ever do nothing. He he never yeah. listened. He didn't actually be right. quiet. You know, sometimes I would just, you know, take him and walk yeah. around yeah. with him so that he wouldn't disturb people. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So um, when you when you got to to about five or when he started to go to kindergarten in school, how mm-hmm. was it navigating through finding services and finding out what was really out there? Because there is a lot, but it's it's finding it, you mm-hmm. know? Right. So still at this age, I was not utilizing any of the resources mm. that um, the military had to offer, only because um, I didn't know about them. And it wasn't like information that, hey, you know, by the way, it wasn't that kind of right. thing. Uh, you have to ask for help and, you know, then they give you all the information, but it was so hard because eventually we moved away from my mom, um, to Maryland and my mom lived in Virginia. I know it's not that far, but I can't just be like, Hey mom, can you come, you know, (laughs) help me out for a minute. But, um, eventually we moved away and that's when he went to kindergarten, um, over in Maryland. And, um, there were just like, they didn't know, you know, what to do with him. He wasn't in the appropriate class or anything like that. That school didn't have a, a program, an inclusion program. Wow. So it was just like they just put him to the side, let him play. There was nothing any of us could really do until I found um, the CDC. So I started taking him to CDC for after school care. And then there was a person there. Um, I don't remember her name, but I remember that she used to be a ABA or BBCA. Um, I don't remember the acronyms, but um, yeah, that's when she started telling me, you know, you can such and such. Let me email you this link, et cetera, et cetera. And it was just from that point, it was just me diving into yeah. it. Wow. And then you but, got him on his mm-hmm. programmed and things like that. Yep. And um, when did he like enter into special ed? Um, so special ed came like more so around like fifth grade. Um, then that's when they started putting him the, in the inclusion classrooms at the time it was like in a little trailer off to the side of the school. Um, I just recently, I mm -hmm. got so mad at Ricky Smiley. I was so mad at him. I made this post on Instagram calling him out because they like were joking about, the trailers off to the side and the special needs. Oh yeah. And the uh-huh. did you hear it? I was so upset. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. It was true. It's true though. They were off to the wow. side in the trailer. Um now uh, you know, they have, you know, places like inside the mm-hmm. building that they right. uh separate. Um, which I feel you know, to a certain extent uh, separation is yeah, good is. because I know that Stacy doesn't like being crowded right. around. So if he were to have to, you know, intermingle with those kids all the time, he would probably be a little overwhelmed. Right. But a trailer? Yeah. Come on, y'all. Ricky Smiley <laughs> said he was special needs. And so I don't know what diagnosis he had, but he had to go to the trailer. So he, he was just oh, saying yeah. how embarrassing he was. That is back yeah. in the day. That's back in and the you day. You know, I'm yeah. in Texas, so they're still a little behind. They have trailers in the back, but they don't use them for special special ed now but uh, but may, um, my son yeah that's school. probably what they were used for <laughs> um so from kindergarten up until the fifth grade he was in general education classroom mm-hmm. wow i can't even imagine that yeah. right now because i know how much Mason does not sit down 
Um, mm-hmm. He random times might start crying and having a meltdown if something's bothering him. Yeah. He is. Yeah. It was yeah. rough. It was rough. Yeah. And did they, did they call you to pick him up? Um, sometimes I did have to pick him up quite a bit, but, um, where we were, the school was like five minutes away from the uh, CDC, the daycare, the military daycare. And so I just picked him up and then I took him there and, you know, I had to go back to work. It wasn't like, you know, I'm not, you know, supervisor like I am now, if I have to leave, you know, they understand. But when you there at the bottom, they like, uh, uh, come right back. You got 30 minutes. So I had to just like take them right to, you know, daycare. But um, that was all I could do at the time. Yeah. And so one thing I heard you say I want to point out is that it's necessary to ask for the resources. I think yes, you know, many people might not be in the military, but even our insurance, we never call and say, you know, my son has a disability. What can, do you guys provide? Can you give me a list? Right. And then when you ask, they're so ready with the information. It's like, oh, I've been waiting for you to ask, but I don't think they're going to, nobody's going to just come out and say, hey, do you need Mm -hmm. such and such? No, they have other things to, you know, do and think about. They don't know what you're going through. Mason, um, I found out he could get, he has both Medicaid and a private insurance. And I didn't know that he could Mm -hmm. get a personal care assistant with Medicaid for 16 hours a week. So yeah. Oh yeah. So I I took oh, yeah. advantage of that, but it was just from asking because I was overwhelmed. And then I I happened to call and ask about a nanny just to see how much rates would be, because uh, it's just me and my mm-hmm. husband here. Um, so we can't, you know, dates got washed away. <laughs> so I was like, okay, wait, <laughs> we need help. So I, then the lady Girl, told yes. me, well, you could call your insurance; they cover this. And I was like, what? I had no idea. Yes, so many things. And the device, I didn't know about that until, how long ago was it? Like two years ago um, that we started that process. And it was all because of the the pandemic. Stacy was virtual learning at home. Don't even get me started (laughs) on that. I hated it. But anyways, he was virtual learning. So the school allowed him to bring his device home. And I was like, why haven't we had this this whole time? Because it opened up so many doors for him and us just to be like, um, to be able to, what do you want? You know, what do you want? And he point to it on his tablet and it opened up so many doors. So, um, I was telling his teacher, um, I was like, Mr. Michael, this, we love this tablet. Like, how did you guys get it? Like, how do we get one? And then he was just like, girl, let me tell you, he said, uh, all we had to do was go to the doctor and get a prescription wow. for the device. And then from there, they tell you what to do from there. So if you just take that one first step and go to the doctor and say, I want my child to have a communication right. device. I mean, I don't think they're going to say no, no, but if they do, at least you right. tried. Right. Listen, I'm taking that note right here. Hold on. I have my yes, post sticker because I, um, yes. Mason was going to ABA and I took him out and put him in a, mm-hmm. um, an autism program in school. Um, okay. and so they were using the device there at ABA and right. I bought the iPad, but I didn't bring myself to bring by that program because it's $300. <laughs> oh yes. It's so expensive. Yeah. I would right. never. And so mm-hmm. it was, they could, 
cover it. I was waiting for the school to cover it, but I'm going to call the mm-hmm. doctor after this. You see why it's important to talk to people? Yes, do it. <laughs> call them. Just tell them, you know, we want them to communicate. They're going to send you to another um, specialist, mm-hmm. but at least you have their right. prescription. Absolutely. Because that's the important thing. Um, and so all before the pandemic, that was just two years ago. So that meant Stacy was already nearly 16 when he got the device. So how mm-hmm. did you guys communicate yes. before then? Um, a lot of gesturing. Um, sometimes I would just tell him to go and grab whatever it is that he's trying to tell us. Um, but mostly gesturing. Uh, he vocalizes only sometimes. A lot more now than he used to, though. But um, back then, he only vocalized when, if you weren't looking at him or, you know, anything like that, he would vocalize to get your attention. But other than that, that's it. And then eventually, um, myself and my daughter Heaven, we just started somehow telepathically yeah. knowing. I don't, I don't know how it happened, but we just somehow telepathically know what he wants. He don't have to say anything. And I was just gonna ask so. about Heaven too, because Heaven, she mm-hmm. she really helps you to take care of him. I saw her fixing his pants oh, yeah. in the parking lot. And I know um, people always want to send Stacy gifts. And you you say, no, send it to heaven because Stacy, he's over here with his straws content. <laughs> You're right. He is. Yes. And listen, heaven going to appreciate yeah. it too. She going to appreciate it. Yes. I love heaven. She does help out a lot. Um, but, you know, she's not around as much as she mm-hmm. used to because she's 17. She has a job. But, um. It's always just been me, Heaven, and Stacy, and I never even have to tell her, "Hey, can you help me with this? Hey, can you help Stacy?" She just yeah. does it. I never have to tell mm-hmm. her. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, I have um boys, and it's a little different with the boys. Well, they're they're in their own world too, just like Heaven. Mm-hmm. Um, but but I don't think I could leave Mason with them yet, just because when the meltdowns come, they'll. They'll go walk away or say, oh, right. Mason, you know, they don't understand yet that he can't control it. Oh, right. Does Stacy have meltdowns? Um, yes. As a matter of fact, wow. he does. Um, we're still working on it. Um, so that's not just something that goes away. Um, because if you think about it, uh, you got to think about, you know, what is the reason for the meltdown? And most of the time, if it's a meltdown, I think the reason for it is overstimulation. Yeah. Um, but if it's a tantrum, see, you got to know the difference between yeah. the words. If it's a tantrum, it's just them, you know, trying to get your way. Stacey doesn't as much have tantrums, um, like he used to, but he does have, um, meltdowns occasionally. And it's usually when he feel that he can't express right. himself. Like, you know, he's having big feelings. He's mad. He's sad, whatever. He's aggravated. And then he just doesn't know how to express it. So then. He has meltdowns. And um, if he's not wearing his headphones, you got to think about the sounds outside, you know, everything that's going on. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, so he definitely does. He's pretty meltdowns. big now. How tall is he? Um. So last he got measured at six. Wow. Two. Yeah. He's really tall. Mm-hmm. So do you ever worry yeah, six, about, because, you know, he's not this small little boy that's cute and everybody would know now. Right. Now he's a grown man. Do you worry about him mm-hmm. having meltdowns in public? Oh, all the time, yes. Um, but we worked and worked and worked on a system. Um, you know, like we call it our emergency plan. Like, what are we gonna do? 
if this happens with Stacy or you know what we're going to do if you know somebody try to talk to him or touch him and this right. happens um so i don't ever go um like walmart or the mall or anything like that um alone with mm-hmm. stacy i usually try to take somebody with me um unless it's just like a real quick but um yeah we have plans in place like if stacy has a meltdown in the store this this what's going to happen um and if it's happening with me she already know what right. to do uh but somebody else i might have to you know, tell them because like the worst thing is something unexpected happening and you just freezing. Like that's the worst because you need to, first of all, you need to figure out what's wrong, calm them down. And then if you have to get them out, get them out because uh, honestly, the store is not going to make it any better. Cause they don't know. I mean, they should know. Right. And people, I'm going to tell you how uh, mean people can be. Like, they'll stare. I've had an older lady tell me, um, just take him out. Um, Man, people are really not as understanding as you would think, especially because he's a big black man. I mean, there's no other way for me to put it. He's a huge black man to them. That's it. They don't care that, you know, oh, he's just a kid or, you know, he's autistic. He wouldn't hurt a fly. Uh, They don't care about that. So, yeah, I, I get worried a lot, but um, that's why I have him wear his ID um, around his neck. And he also has a card that says, I'm autistic. Um, I may not comply. Um, I don't like to be touched. Um, in an emergency, call this number. Okay. And so they'll just call me. And he wears that around his neck? He, yes, he wears it around his neck. Um, if he leaves the house, he puts it on. Okay. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Man, I, I just... I'm Mason's five and I don't like going to the store alone with him because of the same reason. Yeah. But then after the meltdown, then you feel like so emotionally burnt out and like high anxiety. Mm-hmm. So how do you manage mm-hmm. all of that? I just had to start therapy. Yes. So um, it, that's good, actually. I'm, you know, proud of you Thanks. for that. But um. Actually, what I had to figure out, um, because the violent, like aggressive, like meltdowns didn't really start until he was like 12, 13. So um, I've kind of been dealing with that only for a few years now. But what I had to figure out is during this meltdown is an exchange of energy. It's an exchange of energy, um, whatever energy that the child is projecting or feeling, um, it kind of gets transferred to you especially if you're trying to calm them down whatever the case may be you're trying to keep them from hurting themselves or you know trying to keep them from breaking your stuff um but yeah the energy exchange to you that's why you get mad like Mm -hmm. think about it that's your baby do you really care that you know they broke something in the meltdown probably not but you're mad because the energy transferred Mm -hmm. to you and then um there's so many other emotions that go along with the meltdown like it's anger it's sadness it's confusion um and all that come to you so um by the time the child is calmed down now you're like oh man i go right in the corner and cry right in the corner (laughs) but um you gotta learn to um somehow meditate and you know just block energy um, or take it and turn it um, mm-hmm. positive or into uh, productive yeah. energy. Um, and that's something that took me years to learn. 
So <laughs> if anybody ever see me around Stacy, anything that he does, I'm just like, wow, you know, just like blank yeah. face. Uh, yeah. And then you also don't want to bring more energy to so, them than they have. Water, so I tell people all the time, right? I tell people people all the time is they're yelling and screaming and nothing like that. Why are you mm-hmm. yelling and screaming too? It's not a screaming match. You're not gonna yep. win. <laughs> You're not gonna win this at all. My husband, we we were bringing Mason to the car, and he started just running around having a fit. I don't know what happened in the moment, but he was just like, "No, mm-hmm. uh, we were just going to bring him to school." So my husband was like, mm-hmm. "Mason, calm down." And he didn't. His voice was just raised, but I was like, "Babe, don't do that out here." He's like, "Why you say out here?" I was like, "You're big and you're black." <laughs> uh- <laughs> He's six feet right. seven and dark skinned. Okay. You talk to him in the house. Can be hollering out in the street. <laughs> but so, you know, how do you discipline? Do you discipline, Stacey? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Um, so uh not gonna lie, when he was younger, he mm-hmm. got pow pals, uh, which is just a hand uh slap or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, it's the same mm-hmm. as heaven. If if I got a discipline right. in the moment, like that's that's the easiest thing right there because if you wait too long now they don't even know why they're getting disciplined so um but when he got a little bit older it came to um you know just taking away desire items so uh he loves his straws he used to love hangers uh straws toothpicks chopsticks whatever he can get his hands on at the moment and you know if he's not behaving um i would take away like maybe one or two and even just me having one is like punishment to him. Wow. So, you know, once he, you know, has a calm, uh, calm mind and um, nice hands, which is basically mm-hmm. like this. That's what they teach him at school. Nice hands. Um, once he does that, I give it right yeah. back. Even though, you know, he might not be, you know, done with whatever right. uh, he did. He might do it mm-hmm. again, but then oh, we're just going right. to take it again. And I, and. And the moment you sense calmness, just give it right mm-hmm. back. And then they know, right. like, this is the pattern. If I chill, I'm going to get my right. stuff back. And it works. It works every time. This is, um, it's really good to hear from parents who have older children because sometimes when our children mm-hmm. are small, talking about meltdowns and things like how will we discipline them, we, it, yeah. it, we can't even really think about it because we're not in it yet. Um. But when the children are older, it really, you know, it's something to prepare yourself for. Because I've heard stories Mm -hmm. of uh, bigger kids kicking out car windows and hitting Mm -hmm. parents who are older. And then they have to make the decision that, you know what, I've taken him as far as I can take him. This child could possibly kill me now. Right. And you don't ever want it to get mm-hmm. that point. Um, I don't think Stacy has ever um, raised a hand at anyone or even attempted to hurt someone. And even if he accidentally like brush up against you and, you know, maybe knock right. you down, he immediately coming to help you because, you know, he just doesn't want to harm anybody. But man, I tell you, he will break, he will punch a horn in the wall. He will break his wow. tablet and it, just because he's yeah. angry. So, um, yeah, you don't ever want it to get to that point. And I've never been one to tell Stacy you cannot, um, you know, expel your energy in that way. We just got to figure out a right. different way um, so that I don't have to keep paying for to fix holes right. in the wall. 
So, <laughs> so what we did is I got him um, a punching bag and you know, if I showed him what to do with it, and then as soon as he did it, a uh, punch or a kick or whatever the bag, um, I gave him praise, and it turned into a game. And then eventually, we had to use it like for right. real. And now that's our go-to. That's our number one wow, go-to. That's good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is you know, young men. Uh, I don't care what age they are. They need to yeah. do something karate. They need to hit something. You know, they just need to get that out. Mm-hmm. Um. Now. When it comes to help, how did you start accepting help or babysitters? Or did you have to? Because you did have heaven too. Um, but like. um, Yeah, but heaven didn't really, just like you yeah. said, I didn't really think that she was responsible mm-hmm. enough until she was like 15, I think. Um, and then at that point, Stacey was all, all, he was uh doing a little bit more for himself too. So uh yeah, that's the only time I felt comfortable like, you know, saying, um, you know, can you watch Stacy Wild go do whatever? Uh but no, I didn't babysitters, what's that? Right. No. <laughs> I didn't do none of that. If I had to go somewhere, they were coming with me and that was it. Um I didn't start accepting like uh until I think when heaven started being more social and going out more. So it was like, if I wanted to go out too, it was like, uh, I had to make sure it matched her schedule or just ask somebody else. And then that's when I started like asking, you know, other people, um, Hey, can you just sit with Stacy? Whatever uh, the case may be. And it's a lot, it's not as bad as, I thought it would be like, I really thought that I would feel like, Oh, I got to check on them every five seconds. Um, and don't get me wrong. I did that the first couple of times, but now it's just like, thank God right. you got it. <laughs> you yeah. got it. And now Stacy, he is cooking. He, he does chores with the yeah. dogs. Yes, absolutely. He's so independent now. I'm so proud of him, yeah. he, but he's um, like a big it didn't really kid. happen. until. <laughs> Yes. Oh my gosh. And I feel like low key, he can cook better than me, (laughs) but I would never tell him that. It's just because his mind is so free to Mm -hmm. create. And and me, I will second guess myself. Like, should I put that in there? Should I do that? Him? No, he just do it. He just do it. And he's got a great sense of smell and taste and he knows what go together. Like that is his thing. It's definitely his thing. He loves to eat and cook. (laughs) Uh, yes, and I think that's why he loved to cook because he like eating. We foodies around here. <laughs> Me too. We love it. Yes, I ma'am. wish I was close. I'd be like, "Can I come over for dinner?" <laughs> uh, right, <laughs> and we be doing something almost every day. And if we don't cook together, then we go out to dinner or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Like, um, what made you go on TikTok and start sharing him? Um, so it was the pandemic and actually my daughter and my niece, um, my niece was living with me at the time. Um, they would like send me funny TikToks and stuff like that. And I was like, not impressed. You know, I can do that, you know? (laughs) So I started doing funny TikToks. My stuff didn't like, you know, go off like Stacy's did, but I did a video eventually about, um, you know, what happens when I start cooking in the house and just, you know, what the different kids do. And, um, it was me like acting out all the parts. And then somebody made a comment after that and was like, uh, 
Oh, you know, we want to see, you know, Stacy, you know, do whatever he does. Cause at the time he used to like sneak around and like, wait till you turn your head and then go and stir oh, your pot wow. or he'll like put something mm-hmm. in there, you know, whatever season is in there. And he'll like try to sneak and do it. But I mean, we knew he was doing it, but none of us, you know, were like, you know, get out of here. Like we didn't care. But um, yeah, so I got it. On, I caught it on camera video of him, you know, sneaking around trying to put stuff in the pot. Um, and it just, it just went off. And then um, I, you know, just started doing random funny videos about him. And then one time I did a video with him um, with his mm-hmm. device he was trying to do something in the kitchen and I had no idea what it was. So I kept encouraging him to use his device. Um, and then eventually he just started cooking. Like he was making a sauce. So I was cooking wings. I was frying some wings and he was making a sauce like for the wings. And he just, he was trying to tell me he wanted to do it and he didn't know how. So we were just doing the best we could with the little icons. He said, pot, he said, um, soy sauce. And then something, I, I just went from there. I was like, okay, well, go ahead. Wow. You tell me what you want to uh-huh. do. <laughs> and it went off from there. People saw that, you know, he's autistic. He cooking, he communicating, you know, and yeah. it just went off from yeah. there. And the more people started giving me feedback, like the comments really is what fueled me. People were giving me feedback and asking questions. So I just started interacting doing more videos and i'm telling you people love stacy i mean people love him uh, uh, um my sister will send me videos i'm like oh i saw that or i i was sending her videos (laughs) we watch every one and then it helps us to like find other kids um but right mm -hmm. oh yeah absolutely i love that you know tiktok is such an open forum like i talk to almost all of those moms that you mentioned and like we keep in touch with each other for a support system and it which is super important because i mean you know you want to be able to talk to another adult you know if they're going through what you're going through that is a plus so i'm really glad that i started doing um the tiktok and that i befriended all of them um Tyler's mom, uh, Lilac's mom, Darius's mom. Like, I'm so glad that um, we all talk because sometimes you just be needing somebody to know what you're going yep. through too. Yep. You yep. just need to talk about it. And do the um, do you get a lot of negative negativity from the um, autistic adults or like people who like say, "Don't do this, don't do that." Yes. Yes, I did part? not know that that was a thing. <laughs> They're their own little yeah. group. And like, I always thought it was so cool. Like, man, I would really love to just meet like an autistic adult and like know how their life was or whatever. But once I met them, I was like, man, y'all are angry. Mm -hmm. And it's like a lot of stuff that we Mm -hmm. do, they maybe projecting or something like, uh, you know, they feel like their parents didn't do what they needed to do. But oh man. Yes. And I, I felt so bad because, um, one thing about me is you not go talk to me any kind of way. Right. And and that's on, I don't care who Mm -hmm. you are. Um, I don't let, you know, I don't let neurotypical people, neurodivergent, neuro, whoever, you you know, if you're, um, intelligent enough to come at me in this way, then we can have an intelligent conversation and you're going to know that this not, you know, how you Mm -hmm. do this. So I've had a lot of run-ins in that way. And I always try to be as respectful as possible, as long as they respect me. 
um and man it it never goes well um they're upset about the puzzle Mm -hmm. piece they're upset about um that i have stacy on social Mm -hmm. media and i'm like listen like y'all just don't know what happens behind the scenes um i always ask him do you want to make a video do you this do you that and then even sometimes if he knows that we usually make a video at this time he'll grab the phone put it on the phone stand he'll get the ring camera he'll get all of it and and set it up Mm -hmm. for me (laughs) so what you know you don't ever know unless you know you ask these questions and for people to just assume uh, I can see why they're upset mm-hmm. though, but like y'all just but y'all really, really don't a know. Trigger for them, that's all. It's a trigger to their own mm-hmm. trauma. And one thing, Kaylin, um, yeah. Kaylin was just on a show from Love on the Spectrum, and she said, um, yeah, they have a hard time understanding other people's point of view. So that helped me to say, okay, yeah, okay, that yeah. makes. So she said, that makes even sense. if you that argue, we're sense. just not gonna get it. And I was like, okay, well that helps me. <laughs> No, yeah that forward. helps as well like okay well it's no point yeah. in the argument actually no, no. it's not no it's, it's not, not. Well. it took me a long time to realize that i don't have to respond to mm-hmm. everything so now um you even see me on the live uh sometimes i get weird comments when i'm on live i just ignore them like i didn't even see them they'd be rolling past <laughs> yep well i'm only giving my energy yeah. for the positivity well i i don't want to keep you all day because I could ask you so many. I could ask you like 20 more questions. <laughs> <laughs> but we have to go. Uh, where can the listeners find you? Um, So we are on TikTok mainly. Um, that's Shay and Stacy, uh, two underscores. And then we're on Instagram. It's Shay and Stacy uh, underscore at the end, no spaces. But um yes, thank did you, you so much. Yet? Um, I did, but girl, that's a whole okay. nother story. Uh we could talk about okay. that another time, but we're not on Facebook okay. right now. So if you see us on Facebook, it is not us. Okay. Um, so mm-hmm. definitely follow them on TikTok and you'll see all of what I'm talking about. Shay, do you have any last words of encouragement or a last nugget to the parents that are listening today? Um, I don't think so, mm-hmm. not today. We've covered yes, it all. We girl. did. We went from the beginning mm-hmm. to the end. <laughs> so oh, thank yeah. you so much for joining today. Um, listeners, don't forget that you always have the option to choose joy and check out episodes every single Wednesday. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.